0: Welcome to episode 22 of the Black Life Pod. I'm Alex, and as always, I'm joined by Marcus. What up? And Brian. What's going on? For questions, comments, or show topics, hit us on Facebook or Instagram at Black Life Pod. Additionally, you can hit us on email at info at BlackLifePod.com. We're on all major podcast platforms, as you should know, including Apple Podcasts where we're looking for those five-star ratings and written reviews. So when you get a sec, go on over there and leave us one. But for now, I got a couple questions for y'all. As usual, Marcus. Yeah? Would you rather put a stop to
1: war or end world hunger? It's a tough one, dude. Put a stop to war. Oh, wow, are just gonna
0: leave everybody hungry. All uh, right, <laughs> Would you rather
1: answer wrong?
0: Have more time or more money?
2: More money. Yeah, yeah
1: you asked him yeah, an easy we, one. We
0: knew, we knew you would pick.
1: That. We've known since episode we four. We've that. known since episode four. This dude gonna choose nah. money.
0: <laughs> I was just seeing if he had a change of heart yet. He was talking all that shit. Clearly, ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Which it, it's interesting uh, how we tease you about money, 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 when um, you're actually a, a pretty pretty deep guy there, Loach, whenever we have these topics like about philosophy and like these overarching themes of life, they come from you, which is kind of what we got into today. So but, but before we get into it, uh, tell us how we came to get to these topics we're going to speak on.
2: Yeah, I was fortunate and blessed to share some final moments with a neighbor of mine that had passed away. Uh, He was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and had been quickly deteriorating. The last day I spent with him, he shared some of his favorite experiences, which painted a picture of his everlasting legacy, what he was leaving behind. And that's kind of how we came across this particular episode.
0: So we're going to get into a bunch of different things today. This episode actually could have been two hours and there'll probably be a part two at some point. Um. But here's some of the conversation we had dealing with legacy, different aspects of relationships, mentorship, a whole bunch of different things. So we thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the show.
2: I spent. About, I don't know, four or five hours with him the day before, um, helping him and his wife kind of, you know, get him around the house. And um, he didn't have uh, the strength to carry himself so much. And, you know, we we had a lot of conversations about what he did throughout his life. He was a, I believe he was a reverend, um, job of the world throughout his whole life, you know, spreading the message of God and being a disciple of God and spreading a lot of joy, a lot of knowledge and, um one of the most impactful stories he left me with was that uh he I don't know how much time but he had a lot of a few stories handful of stories of Martin Luther King and uh you know what he did with Martin Luther King and he described a story about how I think he was 18 or something and he was in a car with Martin Luther King and another gentleman they're driving in some city and I can't remember what city it was at the moment but um, it was late, like it was probably like 9, 10 p.m. And at that point, you know, he was saying how, you know, how there's a lot of street signs and stuff now. It's like there's absolutely nothing. And they, they said they looked at the gas gauge and said they were pretty much out of gas. The closest gas station they drive up to had a big sign that said, We don't serve niggers. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> right? No, and, man. you know, the first things that are coming through their mind is like, who's going to. Who's going to get out the car and ask if we can get gas? (laughs) (laughs) You, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm pretty sure that was the conversation he had. Obviously, he didn't say that. But he made a comment about how Martin Luther King was pretty much like, yeah, you know, I... I'm not going to go because I'm the head of this movement or something like that. But it, it was a <laughs> joke. I'm Martin he, Luther
0: King. nigga, how you going. Right. But, yeah. it, but it, I, it was a joke I the way he Martin said it. Martin Luther the King.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, MLK, I, I guess, went into the gas station and somehow convinced the owner to give them gas and not kill them. So I say all that only because um, in that short time frame, I could just tell what kind of legacy he left behind and my question to you guys is is you know is legacy important to you and what exactly does it look like
1: my kids dude
2: what about your kids dude
1: i don't think i really ever thought about it until i had kids which is crazy because uh I don't know when do you, like that's a good question when do you really start thinking about that kind of stuff.
0: This is gonna sound weird, but I was uh, was it '96 when Tupac died, and I and I was like, "Whoa, he keep having albums come out. Whoa, he keep having books come out. Whoa, he keeps living." And that's what I realized: what a legacy was. Dang! It's it's how it's how you impact people. I know that's a very odd thing to think when you're 10 years old but
2: it is but I mean that's awesome I definitely wasn't. there. I think I was playing some I mean game.
0: I've always been yeah. been told that I'm an old soul so I think that's probably part of it
1: but Yeah, you old as hell dude. <laughs> Older than
0: all of us. Yep, yep, yep. But I just remember thinking like as you know after he died and in albums and I kind of followed it and, you know, there was always the rumors about, you know, he's still alive. Is he in Cuba? No, he's dead. But Yeah, I'm sick of that Cuba shit, though. Yeah, but to even, to touch people to the point where they just want anything that has to do with you, I think that's how you leave a legacy. And I'm not talking, I mean, Tupac's one example. I'm not talking in the sense of being famous. And,
2: right. I mean, he just had that, he was just on that. Told him where he could. I
0: say this a lot to uh, my nieces and even to my wife and stuff, and they hate it, but I always say, you're going to miss me when I'm gone because of what they're not going to be able to hear me say. All the stuff that really annoys them, and they think I'm just like being like I overreact or whatever it is. That's what your legacy is. right. You know, it's what you impart in people. No seed you plant, and hopefully, they sprout before you leave. But I think often people take those things for granted. So it's not until you're gone that they realize how much you meant.
1: And that's yeah, what they're you definitely they're so definitely taken for granted. Actually, you know what? That didn't you? What created the foundation for for that idea for me was actually something we had that conversation. You know, after my mom and I was sitting in the car and I was like, (laughs) I was just sitting there thinking, you know, it was like a sense of pride, like make her proud. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what everything was about ever since, you know, after school and stuff. And she was like saying I was her hero and stuff. And I was just like, everything after that, I was just trying to show her like, like it could be done. Like there were certain things in her life that she never accomplished that I was trying to make a point to. To accomplish to for us, and right. uh, and then after everything happened, I was sitting in the car outside of the outside of the uh, place, and I was just asking Alex because I was like, it's not even fair for me to ask him this stuff, right? But I was like, what's the point? Like after this, and he said that exact same shit. <laughs> He's just like, you know, <laughs> it's all about like, you know, who you Im- you know that's what life is about, who you impact, you know. And that's that's when it started. Then I had kids, and you know there was some meaning brought back a little bit. You know, so a
2: little bit. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. See, before <laughs> before we had Layla, Lena's Lena's sister, and her kids were estranged, and that's when I realized how much you can mean to somebody younger than you because i didn't have kids at the po- at that point right. and i could just i could tell by how they looked at me and you know how fucking close they sat wouldn't give me no room to breathe <laughs> and i saw i saw from it like it was me and my nieces and i saw from a distance my mom looking at me and she like smiled and i smiled back and i didn't think nothing of it but when i went over to talk to her she said you know those kids adore you right I was like I, I guess I mean I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <In> <laughs> it fucked up though like I
1: I can't I couldn't even see it with my own you talking about like nieces and nephews I couldn't even see it with my own kids so like I'm sitting on the couch responding to work emails and trying to relax and the kids is like all look dad look like I got this big ass TV in my living room I can never see the TV anymore <laughs> never I could I won't ever make Contact, like eye contact with the screen because I got Leah or Rose just like in my face with the toy or like here try this and it's like a fake ice cream cone but I gotta pretend like I gotta eat it because you it's know good. like they made it but I know you ain't make it but yeah what a rose like he got, a, he got one right next to his computer that's isn't, it good? Saying, isn't nah, it good isn't it good you drop them off the desk and you step on them shits and you, now you got missing toes yeah that's the it's problem
0: with them. the fake ice cream it ain't fake so the shit hurt <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: like you say, Marcus, it does it does kinda hit you different when you have kids. Yeah. And um that's part of the reason I save so much uh of like the stuff I write and, you know, songs I don't really care about and all kinda stuff because I know when I go, hopefully it's not for another, you know, sixty years and shit, but eighty. Eight nah, that's too old. 60 is straight. So we'll go 60 more years.
1: They better figure Um, out a way. Ain't nobody gonna be changing my diapers, dude. (laughs) So I'm have to sit no, there I get shitting. to that
0: point. It's a rat.
1: I know that's what I'm saying. At least hate when I talk like that. But like, what do I what do I look like shit myself, bro? Right. Like, nah, <laughs> ain't be there that goes nah. Marcus again. <laughs>
2: that was rude. you are
0: gonna have so many jokes for you, dog.
1: Yeah, number room <laughs> <old> number <laughs> Room 76 shit <shitting> again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I,
0: I keep I keep all this stuff because I, you know. There's some stuff I wouldn't tell anybody, but I'm gone. So they're going to know. Because, yeah. you know, people go snoop. <laughs> right. Exactly. Always. Yeah. So I got notebooks, all kind of stuff. I think that's part of it, too, is the stuff you leave behind. But not stuff like money. And, nah. But, you know, because you you learn quickly, especially when somebody passes. That's, it, it means something, but it don't really mean much because those memories don't
2: leave. You can spend the money. Yeah. Right. But you don't lose those memories. And I asked, I'm going to let you guys know, like I admire the both of you because I don't have kids of my own. And so, um, watching what fatherhood is and means I'm learning through you guys just as much as I guess I, I learned growing up, like, you know what it means. Um, I, I guess almost envious almost because you guys have the ability to grow. Or not grow. I guess that's the word I want to use, but molt or mold someone into someone spectacular. And <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, I just, I don't know. I, to me, that's just so much pressure. Like I can't even, Dude, it just seems you have like no an idea, infinite doc. amount of pressure that, I don't even think I could
0: even. Wanna, here, I'm going to give you an example of pressure. So, not a specific one, but Marcus, tell me if I'm right. Hold, hold on. How old are your kids, Marcus? Three and two? Three and two. Yeah, so Layla's four. So, Layla, she's been like this since she could talk, but she's very inquisitive, lots of questions, very curious. And a lot of kids are like that, but I don't think most kids are like that until they get a little older. Her little ass been asking questions since she was like two. So yeah. <laughs> the thing about it, though, I realized early on when she asked me something she doesn't know, I am her only vector for information. So you talk about molding. Mm-hmm. It, whatever she asks, whatever I say in that moment is That's the it. truth for a long time. Mm-hmm. So. Every time she asks me something, whether it's – she'll, ask, what did she ask me the other day?
1: Don't you hate those? Because you'll be, like, yeah. doing something important. Because it's a
0: good question, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. Hell. She asked yeah. me – I remember one day she asked me, what does the wind do?
1: Mm. <laughs> it, <laughs> it goes <laughs> – Yeah, that's all you – you know? Is it? <laughs> it does so thing. I didn't tell
0: her. I, I didn't tell her. I, she was going to bed. I'll tell you tomorrow because I had to look it up. I didn't know. Yeah.
1: Dang, and then dude. the
0: problem with that, I can't even tell her to. I'll do some shit tomorrow because she remembers. So as soon as she wakes up,
1: yeah, like, hey,
0: what, the, what the wind do? Yeah. So mm. it's like you talk about pressure, dog, like everything you say, because if you tell them some shit that's incorrect or you lie to them to protect their feelings, it's going to come up later.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it does. I lie all the time. but knowingly though like knowing that she's gonna ask me 37 more times like just look i need to get this email out real quick like uh yeah the grass is wet because it rained last night or nothing else is wet well so there's this thing called dew when it gets to a certain temperature well, it only rained in this spot right here. <laughs> See, that—that's
0: what I try to avoid, unless I'm tired. like, I just explain stuff like I'm talking to one of y'all. Like, I just go through the, and she just looks at me, and every time she hears a word, she doesn't understand, she repeats it. It is the funniest <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's like that's the pressure, Brian. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, all the rest of this stuff, feeding
2: them, and all that. And, hey, I mean, that's easy, right? <laughs> like that, said, yeah <laughs> Like it's. it's The sustenance part, like the physical sustenance part, I feel like that's the easy part. But in terms of developing, okay, (laughs) sometimes.
1: Yeah, because if if you spend some time making some shit, ask my wife, dude.
2: Spend some time making
1: some shit and they don't eat it. She be going crazy. I'm sitting there. I'm with you though. Like it's easy. Like, like dog, they ain't gonna eat. Like it's they'll All eat when right. they get hungry. <laughs> exactly. Right. I guess. I guess. It, but no, like she'll be short sort, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> just set it down. Set the spoons down, dude. And walk her to the table. Give <laughs> right. mommy some time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I just eat right in her face. She come up to my plate. Daddy, can I have? No, yeah. your plate is right there. You got the same food I do. Eat your damn exactly.
1: Food. <laughs> yeah, you gotta reinforce, you gotta reinforce the mom a little bit, dude. She be over there going crazy. She <laughs> wanted to throw the kids outside. Look, like, yeah, like mommy treats. Like yo, that now is not the time. <laughs> don't ask her for no treats.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. So, you talk about pressure, dog. You ain't lying. Yeah, I, uh, I, I realize I don't know if I can handle that right now.
1: You can handle it. Yeah, maybe. But no, you could do. It brings out a different kind of strength in you, honestly. There's days where you don't have, you just lie in bed and be like, Yo, how'd I get through today, dude? <laughs> I know it's not the right thing, but like Alex said, he tries to avoid like the sometimes you just gotta give the short answer knowing that they're gonna come back to it. And then once you get, once you feel, you know, give yourself a breather and then explain to him the real shit, you know, cuz it's going to come up again. Leah, like just like Alex said, she's a sponge right now. So she she repeated a a bad word this week, dude. But it wasn't from me. <laughs> it wasn't from me. So, ah oh, shit, we got to cut that out. <laughs> uh her grandma said, ass and Leah was like ass yo we <laughs> was
0: hey we was in the car and I was listening to uh, some interview and the dude was repeating like a hook he wrote when he was little it yeah. had ass in it and then Layla you know she's into music so she repeats it and she same thing she goes daddy what's an ass oh <laughs> I was like, "It's a donkey." See, you gotta think <laughs> quick on your feet, dog.
2: Man, I, but, but, but we don't. So but
0: we don't say ass. We just say donkey. I, I'm not sure my, what this
2: guy was talking about. Oh
0: man, my little sister.
2: My little sister's seven years younger than I am, and I remember we were getting like we were leaving from a restaurant or something, and somehow I guess I don't know why I said the word apple, but I said the word apple, and she at the time I think she was probably five. And um, she was repeating the word that I was saying, but she wasn't saying it correctly. She was saying "asshole," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "It's like Chris, you like apples? I like assholes. No apple. Oh, whoa, <laughs> Ass- <laughs> whoa, <laughs> chill out, relax." <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> Yo. I was like,
1: uh, "All right, well, we can't
2: say that. We can't say that fruit anymore." So, <laughs> oh, No, right. nah, I
1: like oranges now, dude. <laughs> man yeah yeah it's uh,
0: it's something I don't know if it's just like a visual thing but it's something about when a kid asks you a question and they're looking at you but they have to look up mm-hmm. and their eyes like pierce you like mm-hmm. it's the it's the most like pure form everything a child does is pure so it's the most pure form of attention so yeah it, it, it just makes things different. You can't, you can't move the same way if you want to be a responsible father. And, I, and I've told Lena this before too. Couldn't be me, but I completely understand why some men just leave. Mm-hmm. Because this shit is hard. I'm not going to sit true. here and, and sugarcoat it. Like it's hard. That's why, Marcus, I know you do it, too. That's why sometimes you get in the car, you just got to drive, dog. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> shit, I passed the driveway, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> where's, where's daddy uh, going? He'll, he'll be back. Nah, uh, nah.
0: It's, it's It's not so much now, but in first that first year or so, dog, because mommy, mommy just got it. Yeah. Like, the baby come out, bow, she's just holding it. You yeah. know, the baby loves you. Daddy holds so, the baby. It's like- yeah, like, here take this. I don't.
1: Yeah, man. It. But see, you feel like, <laughs> I, yeah, you just feel. It makes
0: you feel like, like you, you can you, There's no preparing for it. Yeah. The books and shit. None of that help. Nah, because it, because it's a little human, and you don't yeah. know what they like. They can't tell you nothing. And all the cries are the same. It's the. It's just.
2: It's hard. It's just it's, a guessing game at that point. It's hard. About. Yeah. Uh, with that, you know, I I've only had a a select few role models or mentors in my life. And, um, besides my mom, um, and my older sister and I guess family at that too. But you know, who are you guys besides your children? I mean, are you guys mentors to anyone else? And
1: you know, what lessons do you commonly share? I don't know. Are you allowed to say you're a mentor or something? Unless like that connection's been established, I guess I don't really I think mean, I'm a mentor I, to anybody.
2: I, I guess when I say a mentor, I mean someone who you I know what you mean, like a role model. Like a role model. Yeah, role model.
0: I would for me, I, I'd have to say my nieces and nephew. Uh my nephew, not so much now, unfortunately, but uh definitely my nieces. I just try to, I try to teach them the game, like, and the game meaning how to navigate out here as a person of color. Mm -hmm. Those are the, that, and I try to give them the game of how to deal with these stupid ass men out here. I can say men now because they 19 and 20 and shit, but.
2: (laughs) now they still boys at that point, but.
1: They uh, are,
0: they are, but I want them to think they men and knock their fucking heads off.
1: But uh, <laughs> he explained it to him. why you knocked him on the ass. So, dude, what you hit me right. for? Because you a man now, dude. But you can't be smiling like. <laughs> you can't smile. You can't smile like you took all <laughs> gratification and socking them in their face. Yeah. Her, you, you know?
0: want to be a man, yeah,
1: Knock your motherfucking so, ass out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're smiling at me. It's weird. You're like, yeah, yeah. I ain't hit nobody <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> <Sure>.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for me especially because they're girls. And it's the same with Layla. It's about showing them how they should be treated. This is how a man should treat you. Also telling them, but showing them through my actions. Like you see how I hold this door. Mm -hmm. Whoever you with need to hold the door. I always tell them, you need to find a man better than me. You need to find a man that makes you feel better than how I make you feel because you know, as, as much as I, I tell them I love them, but I also chastise them. If you ain't doing right, I'm going to tell you. And they don't like it. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, now they, now sure they, they can
0: ignore it because they're older. Like, when they were younger, they couldn't really ignore it. Now they can right. ignore it and shit. But that's not going to stop me because I see in them what they don't see in themselves. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, why do you think that people, and this goes for men and women, you know, put up with just bullshit in relationships like why do they why do they because i had this conversation not too long ago um you know about someone who they're in love with someone um but then they find themselves i guess making excuses for that other person because they think that they're going to change and the other person says they're going to why do you think people put up with that and continuously put up with the disrespect and put up with the hurt i think
0: For one thing, people become codependent. Mm -hmm. That's something people don't really talk about too much as far as relationships is how you can be two independent people and yet still depend on each other without being codependent. Like for some stuff, it makes sense. But like for in my relationship, I feel like there's a give and take as far as things like how we affect one another's self-esteem. Right. Like she already has it, I already have it, but it can be elevated. Mm-hmm. I don't look to her to improve my self-esteem and right. vice versa. And I think that's one thing that comes into these types of relationships is people who don't think enough of themselves well, to you understand to, that they should be treated better.
1: Yeah. You have to have establish like a sense of self first right before you because yeah. if you haven't established yeah. that before you enter a relationship then you're going to depend on the other person to feel those things but i mean yeah could, you
2: could argue and say that that sense of self sometimes is lost during the relationship right so, right
0: it's uh yeah like and that was something too. my my parents my parents always preached to me is you have to have your own you have to have your own thing in addition like Right. Like Lena don't want to come hoop. So I'm not going to take her to hoop. But right. I know and have seen people whose girlfriend is always at the court.
2: Mm-hmm. Like whether or not what? they want to or not, but
0: yeah, you know, I don't, we don't my, need to, you don't need yeah. to be up under your partner.
2: To to your point. Time. Yeah. To your point, I think, you know, cause obviously in relationships you have to compromise and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Compromising. I just think that there's something wrong when you have to sacrifice. To me, those are two completely different things. No,
0: when no, you do have to sacrifice, but you don't have to sacrifice who you are. But that to me, that's, that's ha- the person right. has to accept you and.
2: But that to me, that I, I just to let you grow. Yeah, but to me, that I still view that as a compromising. To me, sacrifice is on, on a higher scale or on the same scale, just at a higher tier on that scale. Because at that point, you are you are giving away something for for something that in return. So, no, because,
0: because I, and I don't, I don't feel like you should never sacrifice who you are and what you like to do and those types of things, unless it's detrimental.
2: Right. It's but that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? No, but, yeah.
0: but as far no, as. No, but there's going to be sacrifice though. Yeah, there's going to be there's sacrifice. There's going to be sacrifice. But what it's I'm saying, you shouldn't, they're...
1: you shouldn't sacrifice who you are. No, it's about what you, it's about what you sacrifice or about what, what you feel like you're needing to or what your spouse is asking you to sacrifice. It's about what you sacrifice. There's going to be sacrifices on the Is it a
2: sacrifice or is it a
1: compromise?
0: For me, a compromise is like, I want Pizza Hut, she wants Domino's.
1: Yeah. All right, we'll
0: get Domino's. You know what I'm saying? Today we'll get Domino's.
2: And a sacrifice is what?
0: When you talk about sacrifice, I'm thinking like I'm sacrificing like a part, like something I want to do. Like I like to make music, and if she says I don't want you to make music,
2: that's not a compromise. Yeah, right. But why would you give up something then that you want that makes you happy to make them?
0: They're codependent. Oh, they're going to leave me, or I need them, so I'm going to stop making music. No,
2: fuck. Right. That. So we're we're saying <laughs> the same thing because to me, yeah, that's a sacrifice, and you have to give up your happiness. Right. That's what I'm
0: saying. But yeah. but, but a compromise
2: is you're, you're okay ge- with right. this
0: for the moment.
2: Right, and you're not giving. It's up It's not your something you're
0: giving up. Period. You might have to sacrifice. I might have to sacrifice a Saturday, but I'm not sacrificing the whole weekend. You know what I mean? Right right, 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 right. There's
2: levels. But I guess, I guess, what I'm trying to get at is, is that people choose to sacrifice rather than compromise, and when that shift goes from compromising to the sacrifice, they still find themselves though in that in that cycle of trying to please the other person at their expense. And to, I'm just saying, to me, I, I don't quite understand it.
0: But but that, again, that goes back to what they what they view about themselves. Right. If if you don't if you find your if you depend on that other person to make you make you happy, you're willing to give up who you are because you find your being in that other person, which she is what you shouldn't do. It should right, be. It doesn't
2: make any sense to me. But all right. Yeah, but but mean? that's
0: because you, that's because you have some level of self-esteem and like you're an independent person. Yeah. For me, the person you're with and what they do to you is a reflection on how you feel about
2: yourself. Yeah, then that's exactly true. Yeah, the same thing with your friends, same thing with your family. Yeah.
0: If you let people, you know, get over on you and step on you all the time,
1: that's on well, you. Well, because you want to. Dude, my family steps with me all the time, dude.
0: That's different,
1: though. <laughs> I wanted some food, too, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm joking. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. So that kind of, we kind of shifted gears on that. Um, we following you, dog. Yeah, man. I know. I see that. I see that. What do we mean? I, I, you know, it's a hard question to ask, but, you know, what you think your purpose is, but, you know, what's directing you in life? I mean, obviously some things have changed because you guys have kids and, and wives, but at the same time, you know, what what else guides you in your life to, to, to aspire, to accomplish what it is you want to do? Like what, Like, what truly do you want to do besides raise your kids
1: and make sure that they're good to go and being, you know, being uh, a good so husband. So,
0: my, my, go ahead, go
1: ahead. I was going to say, so there's things I want to do, but there's, <clears throat> I also try to be real with myself too. So, like, there's, you know, I think of crazy shit, but those, some of those probably weren't realistic, you know, goals that I started Why? when I was younger. Why? Yeah. Because when I was, like, eight, I wanted to be, a space power ranger. I don't know, dude. What do you mean? I mean you could you were. I remember college. No, nah, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't That's different. That's not a, that's not a
0: lifelong goal. Bro. I know, that's I know, but I'm
1: just child shit. Well was that's only because I was gonna compare it to like something like real, like when I got older, obviously, and realized that yeah, the whole doctor thing is probably going to fall through if I kept trying it. <laughs> I was like, I want to be, you know, when I started joining the workforce after college, uh, I was like, I want to be in management. I think I could do it because a lot of these people look stupid. So, yeah. and I got there and I was like, yeah, <laughs> corporate America is <laughs> not for me because some of these people are stupid. <laughs> but like stupid different now. Like, like before it was like, people didn't know the job and it seemed easier and I think I can do that kind of thing. And then when I got to it, I can do it, but it's just not built for I don't think it's built for people. Like, you know, it's not built for the best interest of the people. So, you know, it's it's built for the business, obviously, which is why it's a business. So when you have to make those hard decisions that aren't that aren't um in the best interest of of the associates. I don't think I'm built to make those kind of decisions because I'm always for the people, dude. And it's hard, it's hard to look them in the face and be like, yeah, or, uh, sorry. (laughs) I just had a moment.
2: I'm I'm gonna dig a little deeper, Marcus. So earlier you said, uh, you know, you were, you were striving to accomplish, um, some shared goals of your mom's. um, you know, after you accomplished those, and you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but, you know, when I guess you had that conversation with Alex in the car, basically stating, you know, why why continue or, you know, what's the point? At, at what point did you realize that, you know, you wanted to move forward with other dreams that you
1: had? Yeah. that And that's... So... All the goals that I feel like that's what I was getting at, like kind of like what Alex said, the stuff that, you know, like we used to we used to joke around all the time because my mom always lived in like apartments or like a townhouse or something like that. Right. And so she would always say like she would always always joke around about certain types of uh, homes and like the type of house that she would like to build or the type of house that she would like to own and how many rooms and how many she had it down to a T. Right. And we would joke about it. But, like, I'd be like, we could do it, though. Like, it's we, it's not hard. Like, we can make that happen. We just got to get our, you know, our finances mm-hmm. together. That's it. And then so right. I tell Elise this all the time, like, it's stupid. To me, it's just something small because, you know, but every time I look at, you know, that this is a huge accomplishment for me because it's something that I always talked about with her about owning your own house. But owning your own house is a bitch, though. <laughs> like, God, like, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i didn't know it came with all this extra shit but i was like yo man look this is mines right here you know mines with a S, dude mines <laughs> this is mines but i was like damn my yard look trash right now <laughs> <laughs> nope
0: <laughs> that's what this association for that. 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 Yeah, that.
1: that. i'm home nice. go to start Go ahead, and tip yourself too. Tip yourself. Yeah, no, it's you, you, you. hire. You're the only dude that hired to hire do outside the company. Yo, know, you can you can either work with them and they take out of the uh the check, or I can just pay you directly. He's like, oh, you
0: can pay me, holes, You can pay me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> El
1: fuego. Yeah. He's El like fuego. fire. He's like where. <laughs> you know, a funny joke. That was a funny joke. Episode. Four. That stuff. It's that stuff's kind of irrelevant to to your point, to your question, right? Because those are the things that we've already set out and accomplished. You're, you're talking about goals. I'm talking about stuff that, yeah. that's directing you now. Yeah, and that stuff didn't start until after I had kids. Because I was just yeah like, to hell. Because I mean, <laughs> let's say
2: once your kids are grown and all that stuff, you know, then you know what what else are you? So because what, what directs I, what directs me is.
1: Me. <laughs> <My face? laughs> did you see my face? <laughs> yeah, like both of us were like, what? yeah. We both was, we both did the same thing. We was both rocking with him for a second. Like he's about to Alex dude, what do you always do best, dude. He fucking put that little <laughs> breath, of, put that shit. breath of air right like- there before his point. He's like, what I try to do is you know, Me. and I was just like. <laughs> rocking with him, and then he said, you know, what drives me is me. I was like, <laughs> we both started shaking our head? Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, for real.
0: The way I look at it, dog, is, and I know I preach balance a lot, but just just roll with me. Like, I only got one shot at this life, and I don't know that after we finish this, finish talking, this might be it. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'm not allowed like, to talk like that, though. I'd say the same that, thing. That's,
0: but it's it's real though. <laughs> it is. It's real. And, and I just feel like, uh, and seeing seeing the people around me, and f- whether it's friends, family, like there's just so much time that people spend doing things they don't want to do. And I understand that not every not every day is a day where you can do precisely what you want to do. But what you can do is try to make those decisions that lead you to a place where you're closer to that
1: than you are. And that's where that's where, you know, basically all three of us are at. That's where I'm that's exactly where I'm at right now. Like what You so vaguely described previously, (laughs) like right now I realize that on top of, on top of being able to get to a certain point where, you know, I can do the things that I want to do. I want to be able to do the things I want to do and be able to provide for my family because the growth of my family, Mm -hmm. my kids is important, but like, this is something that we've established and that I'd like to keep going and like I didn't even think I would ever get here, like I know we've only just started this whole thing, but like this probably would have seemed like a bigger idea than what I would have been able to think about like immediately after everything happened with my with my mom like I would have never thought that like the the idea of owning my own company was never even a thing, right. So here we are, and it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go hard on this because, or I want to make this work because I think it's important to, for me, like growth for me, and then it's important to show my kids that people that look like us can, can do a lot more than what corporate America shows us to. Yeah, fuck them.
2: You know, Alex, oh, you wow. you you hit you hit us with some, <laughs> with a with a simple with a simple uh, phrase. You know, we a, a while a little bit ago because you got annoyed at us and you're pretty much like, you know, we all got the same amount of time in the day. Right. And, you know, I, I knew that already, but, you know, just hearing you say that, because I felt like I personally disappointed you and I took it to heart and, um, I'm trying to live my life better in terms of, you know, my priorities and, um, one of my, th- one of the things that actually directs me in my life, in terms of I'm not, whether it's my purpose, I have no idea, but I want to do right by my family and friends and make sure that not only am I taken care of, obviously, because, you know, we, we come first. Personally, I come first, but right. I want to make sure if I can provide for those who I care about, that they're provided for. Um, and that's part of, that's one of my, I guess, ultimate goals that I try to aspire for. And, um, Is to make sure that, you know, I'm living a life that is good by me, but good by my family and friends. Now, you know, do I sit there and tell them, you know, how I need to live my life? No. But to make sure that, and this goes back to my my neighbor that had passed. You know, he easily said, I have no enemies. None. And for someone to have been, you know, around for over seventy years, for someone to have touched thousands and thousands of lives for him around the world to say he has no enemies. To me, you know, I, I took a look at my life and, like, you know, I, I don't want, I don't, I want to be able
1: to easily say that I don't think way. I have any enemies. You think you have enemies now?
2: No, no, not not now. But you know, at the same time, he's also lived two to three times longer than us,
1: right? You think and people I, go through life making enemies? Like as long is a common as thing. As,
2: it,
0: as long as I'm moving in a positive light,
2: and in a positive manner,
0: there's going to be people who disagree yeah, or don't like is, don't it, like exactly. what I'm doing, Those are enemies so on and so but, forth.
2: But that's not what I'm talking about. No, I know,
0: I know, I know. Hold on, let me go, let me go. So, you say enemies? Do you mean like enemies like how you treat people? Yes. or, wh- or like what enemies they think of, ha- of you
2: enemy is like a how you treat people, right? Okay. okay. So, and, and maybe enemy is a strong word, but I'm just going back to what he said because that's how I took it is that... Like people that you've could, wronged, maybe? Uh, yeah, people that you've wronged. And I guess that's what you could call an enemy, so to speak. But um, yeah, people that you wronged. And I am, and I would like, I'm trying to move more in that direction now to where I make sure that I, I'm not wronging Not that I've tried to wrong people, but I don't want to make any action to do that. Um, And I'm trying to be more honest with myself, I guess, with certain decisions and actions that I take and things that I say, because um, you don't know, like Alex was saying, you don't know if tomorrow, five minutes from now is going to be your last. And, you know, how are you truly spending your time to make sure, you know, you're living a life that isn't full of regret or resentment.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think people, people see, you know, how, you know, YOLO and spend every day like it's your last. And I think people often take that as a reason to be reckless. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, tomorrow's not promised. So let me go spend $500. Yeah. Tomorrow's not promised, but, you probably going to get to tomorrow, <laughs> you know? So you can't be out here just doing whatever. Yeah. But that's, that kind of goes back to what we talked about is, you know, the mundane things and the things you take for granted. That's, that's generally where the happiness lies. Like me sitting on the couch, watching my daughter run around in circles, like, <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but that that's where it is. It's not, it's not the trips we go on. It's not the, You know, the toys I bought her, it's none of that. It's her little goofy ass running around in a circle and me laughing at her. Like, look, I can't, but this is what I'm raising. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to kick it with us on the Black Life Pod. Facebook, Instagram, at Black Life Pod. Email, info, at blacklifepod.com. We appreciate all the messages, all the DMs we're getting from you guys that you're enjoying the show, but we'd also appreciate any topics you may want us to talk about. Hit us on those social channels, or shoot us an email. Apple podcast listeners still looking for reviews? And We appreciate all of you who've left reviews thus far. Please follow us on Spotify if that's where you're listening or subscribe podcast platform of choice, so you can get the new episodes directly to your phone every Thursday. Again, we appreciate you taking the time to kick it with us, and we'll be back again next week to discuss some more of this craziness that is life. Love yourself. Love one another. Until next time.